Hello, and welcome back to Navigating Life's Compass. I am your host, Crystal. Happy Sunday. It is currently 4.59. So it is Sunday afternoon, evening. Um, So hi, everyone. I hope that you all are having a great weekend and that you had a great week. Um, Happy December. I cannot believe that it is December. This is also our 10th episode, so that's really exciting. Um, But yeah, this year is basically done. I mean, obviously we still, you know, have the rest of this month um, and everything like that, but it's just so crazy to know that it is December. Like, wow, Christmas is among us. Um, Happy first Sunday because this is our first Sunday in December. Um, And yeah, to set the tone, um, I have here on my TV, winter cozy porch ambiance with relaxing sounds of campfire and snow. So it's so pretty. There's string lights and candles, and then there's snow in the background with a Christmas tree and a fireplace, and it looks so beautiful. And then I have my new go-to drink. I have a vanilla cream cold brew with extra vanilla sweet cream cold foam one pump of chestnut praline syrup, one pump of white mocha, and I added the red um, and green sprinkles on top, and it tastes so good. So you definitely have to try that if you're a coffee person. Also, another one of my favorites around this time is the sugar cookie, almond milk, um, latte. That one's a long one, but that one comes with the sprinkles already on top. It doesn't have any cold foam or anything like that, but the sugar cookie syrup is so good. And the almond milk makes makes it so rich and creamy. It's amazing, so... And of course, peppermint mocha, iced white mocha, or um, the white, the toasted white mocha. Can't go wrong with that either. You also get holiday sprinkles on top of that one. That's a hot drink though. I prefer hot peppermint mocha, hot, toasted white mocha and the chestnut praline is also really good and the caramel 
caramel brulee is also really good. All of the hot drinks are so good. Um, I would have got peppermint syrup in this drink, but the Starbucks on Newberry is currently out of peppermint syrup because obviously peppermint mocha is like the drink that everybody gets this time of year. So sad, but this drink that I have here is really good. Okay, so enough about Starbucks. Um, I did go to church today. Um, hadn't been in a while. Um, and through going to church today, the topic that we spoke about um, intrigued me so much that I wanted to kind of talk about it on here. And um, so this episode is navigating through the reason for the season. Um, and the approach that Andy Stanley, um, the pastor at Anthem Church, shout out to Holly if you're listening. Um, Holly invited me to an event that they had there a few months ago. And then, so I went to the event, and then I went to church a few times with her, um, and I hadn't been these past couple of weeks, but today I was able to go, and I'm really glad that I did. So shout out to Holly for recommending Anthem. Um, I really like it. So... Andy Stanley is the, like, I think the main pastor of the church. And today he kicked off the reason for the season. Um, this, I believe that this will be the topic that we'll talk about like for the month of December. Um, so today was the first part of the series. Um, so today, we we learned a little bit of a backstory of what Christmas is all about, and I thought it was really interesting um, to hear the origin of Christmas because I I didn't really know. Um, so my whole life, I've heard Jesus is the reason for the season. I'm sure we all have heard that our whole life, Um, but today I was able to understand just what the reason for this season means and how it's so beautiful that through following Jesus, I'm able to make the world a better place. Um, And what I mean by that is I now have a clear understanding that Christmas is not only about Jesus. It's about us and how if it weren't for us, there wouldn't be Christmas. Um, I also learned that through Jesus' Jesus's love, I'm able to help others to realize that it's not just about gifts or giving the most lavish, expensive gifts. It's also about fellowship, spreading love, 
understanding that we don't need to be stressing over what to get this person or what to get that person, but rather just being in the moment and loving those around us while we can. Um, so with that being said, um, Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, we, we learn that we are the reason for the season because God made a promise to Abram, who we know as Abraham, that if he were to leave everything that he knew, that God would make him a blessing. So it says here, the Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife, Sarai, his nephew, Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. So we learn here in Genesis, like, the first book of the Bible, this is taking place 2,000 years before the birth of Jesus. So this is a lot, this is a long time before our Christmas story that we know. This is our backstory um, that is dating back 2,000 years previous to Jesus' birth. Um and we were also able to learn that Christmas is about being grateful for what we have already and expanding upon the knowledge that we have of Jesus' love now and sharing it with others. Um, so we learned that God promises Abraham that he will make him a blessing by him doing what God told him to do. We also learned that in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 6, God says, I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Um, so 1,600 years later, God also sends Malachi, and in Malachi 1.11, God says, My name will be great among the nations from where the sun rises to where it sets. In every place, incense and pure offerings will be brought to me because my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord Almighty.
So we are able to see that God makes this promise to Abraham. And Abraham is to carry out what God has told him to do. God is going to bless him by Abraham carrying out his duty. We we also see that God sends Malachi to also preach the gospel. And even though nobody took him seriously and nobody really thought that all the nations would be blessed by Abraham and that Israel would not be a light to the Gentiles, um, they they also just didn't sorry, see... I'm still not sure about Sorry about Siri. I don't know why. Um, basically Israel was not going to be light to the Gentiles their God would not be worshipped throughout the world and God would not have God's promise wasn't going to be fulfilled if Abraham didn't go when God told him to but God moved when the promise he made to Abraham became hopeless. We also learned today in church that our hope is is everything. This season revolves around our hope. Our hope for a better world, for more love, for peace. Christmas is all of those things wrapped up into one. And that is hope, that is Emmanuel. That's that's what it's all about. Um, we learn in Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, when the set time had fully come, which means when God had everything the way he wanted, God then sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. That virgin's name was Mary. And that's Luke uh, chapter 1, verses 26 to 27. So... Basically, 2,000 years before Jesus' birth, Abraham was told to leave his land and everything that he knows, leave his father's home, and to go. And in going, God would make him a great nation and bless him. This is and as as I said before, he was 75 years old. So this is before Isaac was born. This, this is 2,000 years before Jesus was born. And this is Abraham and his wife. They, don't, they weren't able to conceive. 
So this is before Isaac was even born. That God is telling him to go. To be a light to the world. But he's basically laughed at. Basically mocked. And like nobody is believing him. Nobody. So then in Galatians, this is when God sends Gabriel. Because God obviously knows everything. He knew that in sending Abraham, they were going to laugh at him. They're going to be like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. So, okay, I'll show you. Show you what I'm talking about. Um, the kingdoms of this world didn't have the capacity to bless the world. They only had the capacity to rule it. So in Matthew chapter 4, verses 8, verse 8, excuse me, we learned that Satan took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he tells Jesus that he will that if he just surrenders to him, he will surrender all the kingdoms to him. He will give him all these kingdoms and all their splendor. So obviously this is jumping this is jumping forward. Um, and this is just an example of Jesus. And he tells him, no, thank you. Like, I didn't come to conquer the world. I came to bless the world. So here we see again this common theme of blessings. So then to go back a little bit more in Luke 1 31 and verses Luke chapter 1 verses 31 and 32 angel Gabriel comes to Mary and says you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. So, in all of that, we learn that Abraham was sent to tell, basically, everyone the good news, to be that blessing, to be that light. And God sent Abraham and did this in a way so that it would all make sense and him sending Gabriel to go to the Virgin Mary to tell her of Jesus. But we just get the backstory of Abraham, a 75-year-old man, him and his wife. He, you know, it says so it says Sarai here in Genesis, we know her as Sarah, just as we know Abram as Abraham. This is before she, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't remember if Sarah gives birth to Isaac or if the concubine. See, now I'm, now I'm like trying to test my own but this is before nonetheless this is before Isaac is born Abraham wants nothing more than to have a child him and Sarah 
want nothing more than to have a child? And I think I think I just answered my own question because Sarah can't conceive, which is why they've been trying and trying and trying and nothing is happening. But then Isaac, not Isaac, well, yeah, Isaac is born, but I'm pretty sure it's through a concubine that Isaac is born. Or I could be wrong. I should probably go back and read it. But again, okay, I'll need to... I'll need to, like, research that. Um, Isaac is, is born, though. We know that. Through Abraham listening to God telling him to go, God blesses him with a child. So, and, you know, during the time of Abraham trying to read this good news there's all types of wars going on there's all types of just turmoil craziness so then and god knows that this is going to happen but it's also a test it's a test to see what is abraham actually going to do is he going to listen to me is he going to obey me or is he not going to but he does and then when everything was the way that god wanted it to be that's when he sends gabriel in and gabriel is like cool cat coming in to tell Mary hey you're gonna have a son <laughs> um so I just think that that is so interesting and just so cool like I had never heard it broken down that way before so through Abraham being a blessing God is able to send Gabriel to tell Mary that she's going to give birth to Jesus, the son of God. Um, so the world is blessed through Abraham. And the arrival of Jesus is supposed to be a blessing to the world. So through that blessing, shouldn't we as a human race, be a blessing to the world as Jesus' followers? Um, and as Jesus is the light of the world, shouldn't our collective presence in the world make it brighter? Does it matter? Obviously, it does matter. Because we are blessings to the world and to our community because we have chosen not to just be content but to truly follow Jesus and to live out his blessing. So whenever Jesus' followers come together and live out his blessing, the world truly is a better place. Um, and I don't, this is literally what I learned in church today. Um, and I did, kind of rewatch through the sermon a little bit to kind of refresh my memory just because I was so mind blown in the moment and I wish that I would have taken notes but you can also if you're curious go to anthemchurch.com and you can actually watch Reasons for the Season Part 1 by Andy Stanley shout out to Andy Stanley um like 
the way that he broke this down is so much better than what I just did. So I highly encourage you to to listen to to him, um, to his sermon and the reason for the season. Hopefully that wasn't too much of a uh, loop-de-loop for me trying to explain it. But basically, yes, Jesus, of course, is the reason for the season. But we, most importantly, are able to be that reason for the season to live out the promise of God. So to be a blessing. God told Abraham that he would bless him by him listening to him. And I think that if we take that same concept, instead of thinking about the gifts and the rah-rah of Christmas and just dial it back to being that blessing, being able to serve, to give, to help, to love, that's what Christmas is all about. So, I leave you with, we are the reason for this season. And I hope you were able to take something from this. I'm not trying to preach to you all, but um, it was something that was on my heart and I love this platform that I do have. Um, we, we are small right now, but it's still a platform nonetheless that I absolutely love with my whole entire heart. And I'm so grateful and thankful for the listeners that I do have. Thank you to, for you listening right now, um, wherever you may be listening. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, and thank, I'm thankful. Like, thank you, God, for giving me this voice, for giving me this gift. Um, um, just very quickly, my Spotify wrapped for Navigating Life's Compass itself tells me that I recorded over 193 minutes of content and that that is... Hold on one second. I can get... That's more than 83% of other creators in this category. So 192 minutes of new content. And I just want to say thank you to those who take the time to listen to me because I really appreciate it. I take the time to sit down and, you know, pour out what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling what I'm navigating through currently right now. And maybe you are navigating through the same thing because we're all in that mind space right now of Christmas and, Oh, what do I get this person and that person? And really just taking that step back and just realizing that, Hey, we're the reason for the season. And if we can just help one person, then that truly is a blessing. So I hope this podcast can bless you. Um, hope that it will inspire you. Definitely check out Andy Stanley on anthemchurch.com. 
He's amazing. Um, and yeah, um, thank you again. I want to uh, close us in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for the time that we have here together, for the time that you all have spent listening to me spread the word of the gospel. Lord, I pray that you will bless our week. You will bless our lives. You will help us to be disciples. You will help us to go into the world and to help others, not to judge, not to condemn, not to think that we're better than the next person, but to be humble, to be loving, to be kind. We never know what someone may be going through. So it's so important to remember to to love, to not judge. I just pray that you will heal our hearts, make them not be heavy, that we'll give our burdens to you and that you will give us rest. We love you. We thank you. It's in your name that we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Have a great week. I hope to hope that you come back next week to uh, hear the, another podcast. I don't know why I'm at a loss for words. I'm so happy. Thank you again. Bye.